welcome to Blue Notes On Air. Join us as we chat with experts, analysts and commentators from the Asian region about business, culture and economics. Clean energy technology costs have, have fallen continuously and, and really will continue to, to fall because they are driven by very powerful experience curves that say the more of something you produce, the cheaper it gets. Today, we share insights on the future of the renewable energy sector with the investor group on climate change's Emma Heard, Bloomberg Energy Finance's Kobad Bhavnagri, Clean Energy Council of Australia's Kane Thornton, and ANZ's Catherine Tapley. We hope you enjoy the discussion. The first is decentralisation. So we've already had a massive uptake of, of rooftop PV, uh, close to one in four to one in five houses now host a PV system and that trend is just going to continue because the economics of, of PV is so strong and batteries are now coming down the cost curve and eventually they too will be affordable in society to begin to generate, store and, uh, and, and use their electricity. And so by our projections we think that about 45% of total generating capacity in Australia's grid will sit, what we say, behind the metre by 2040. So this is a, a real mega trend which is, which is changing the structure of the system from centralised to distributed with also a, a legacy centralised backbone. The other, of course, is decarbonisation and the continuous march of clean energy. So clean energy technology costs have, have fallen continuously and, and really will continue to, to fall because they are driven by very powerful experience curves that say the more of something you produce, the cheaper it gets. And solar panels and wind turbines and batteries are, are just going to keep getting cheaper and cheaper. I guess I would take decentralisation and turn it perhaps into mainstreaming, mainstreaming as a, as a, as a key theme. And I, I, I think the comment around how in the fin now you can't pick it up without every section, every day having a, more than one, usually three, sometimes up to seven, eight articles talking about various aspects of, uh, of green or environmental or low carbon or, 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 or low carbon energy uh, issues as well. And whether you're talking about implications for the gas sector, uh, you know, emerging funds being announced or, or different sorts of scaled up property investments in the property sector, or whether you're talking about mining and issues for the extractive industry, or whether you're talking about straight up and down politics of energy, then you begin to see that mainstreaming is not just about embedding it in how you do business every day as an investor, but also in how you assess the risks and opportunities in an industry sector level, at an asset level, at a company level uh, for investments. So that increasing sophistication around the different dimensions uh, of what does the decarbonisation trend mean for your investments, uh, I think is only going to continue to become more, more mainstream, more decentralised, more sophisticated, more common uh, in the way that people do business. For us, in terms of really developing and accelerating the transition, it's been about dealing with cost and dealing with integration. And today, if you're building a new power station, the lowest cost is clearly a renewable power station. In my mind, uh, the cost issues um, bedded down. Um, it's really just a matter of how much of this stuff we'll be, we'll be building on the, on the cost side. I think the next decade is the decade where we will truly uh, evolve our market, uh, evolve the regulatory framework, and actually we're doing it in real time right now. Two themes for me, um, one is product development and the other one is picking up on the decentralisation theme that's already been talked about. 
We will see the development and the emergence of products beyond green bonds, I think. So we'll see green loans. We're going to see an emerging green bond project market, investors wanting to take actual construction risk, those kinds of things. The green loan market is about to take off. But I think in the longer term, this isn't going to be the asset class. The asset class is going to be the brown. And um, I can't wait for that moment because that's when the pricing piece really changes. You know, for a long time in Australia, we've been having a very binary conversation around carbon and, and, and energy issues. So basically, we've, we've been having a to price or not to price debate, um, and we priced and then didn't price, and now we're sort of pricing and shadow pricing and, you know, the pricing that dare not speak its name in the current, in the current policy <coughs> formulation. You know, that, that element, that, that core proposition which sits at the heart of it, which is that climate change is a financial risk, is, is the overarching theme that will continue here. Thank you for listening to Blue Notes On Air. Blue Notes On Air was produced by the Blue Notes editorial team with music by Kevin McLeod.